0: Welcome back. Welcome back to our podcast, Church Talk is Real Talk. Here is where we discuss some of the catchphrases that we hear in the church house. Today's topic is the enemy comes to wear out the saints. Yes, I said it. The enemy comes to wear out the saints. I know you guys have heard, probably heard that before. Um, me, yes, I've heard it a time of two in the church house. Uh, by some church folks, the enemy comes to wear out the saints. So let's talk about this for a moment. What do we really mean by that? How is the person feeling of uh, they feeling like they've been worn out by the enemy? When this happens, um, you could be left feeling sort of tired because the enemy is just throwing those fiery darts at you. Just one thing after the next um. So now you're just, you know, you're all in your feelings, all in your emotions. You don't, you really don't know what to do. You don't know what to do next. You don't know who to call next. You just, you know, you just kind of perplexed. You're just worn out, just simply worn out, admit it, just worn out by the enemy and his tactics, right? You don't see the enemy, but you feel him all around you. Everywhere you turn is this or is that. Well, Ephesians chapter six, verse 12 tells us, for we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. So the enemy is lurking. He's lurking in the spirit realm, seeking whom he may devour or annihilate. Okay. And here lately, I have had numerous conversations with individuals that are feeling just worn out, worn down, tired, perplexed, and a little bit fearful. Um, Either it's what's going on with the different strands of COVID, the war in in Ukraine, gas prices, um, should I do this? Do I need to do that? Do I... Take my money out the bank. Do I put my money under the mattress? The dish ran away with the spoon. Just a conundrum of (laughs) events and emotions tormenting the psychic, especially the children of God. And that's why I'm doing this particular podcast. Because the enemy comes to wear out the saints, the children of God. And even if you're not a child of God, um, you know, he got you, he got you in his clutches. So stay tuned listen to this podcast so you can figure out how to get out of the clutches of the enemy but that's a different story we're going to stick with the enemy comes to wear out the saints and we're going to find out what the word of god um, is instructing us to do when this happened because it is going to happen um yeah so back to just a you know, all the things that everyone is experiencing now is is beginning to wear on some people and just make them feel tired. Even the day to day responsibilities and, and taking care of you know your day to day things that you have to take care of it's beginning to look a little bit differently now. So no wonder what might seem like a mole is feeling like a mountain because of all that is going on in the atmosphere. Just the other day, I was talking to my daughter, and I had to remind her of the same thing. The enemy comes to wear out the saints. And she was like, Mama, where you get that from? What you talking about? <laughs> well, you know, we, we continue to talk. And um, as the enemy, I mean, as the Lord impressed upon me this phrase, the enemy comes to wear out the saints, I figured I would do some research and just kind of find out what what is really uh, being said here. We know that the Bible teaches that a wearing from the enemy will come. And if you did not know that is in the Bible, it's there. A wearing from the enemy will come. However, God has also given us a word, his word, to save us from the adversary. Of all the words we are hearing in the media, um, there is a word that is constant, life-changing, and everlasting and that is the word of god amen clap for that that is the word of god so the word of church phrase again that we are discussing here today is the enemy comes to wear down the saints and yes again i've heard this a time or two in the church house and it's popping up in my spirit so i decided to do some research again to see if we can kind of pinpoint where this may have originated from in the minds of, of whomever um started saying this um we know that, again that wearing is is a tugging and tugging or a pressing uh grinding at something until that thing breaks right So now let's look at the saints. Who are the saints? What does the Bible say about the saints? Because that's another word that we hear in the church house. And some of us may feel like, oh, they just, you know, that's the goody two-shoe people. No, it's not the goody two-shoe people. Let's turn to our Bible. So I'm going to look up saints um, in the King James Bible in my concordance. And I'm going to read it to you. It says here, saints, holy people title for all God's people, but applied in some context to a small group seen as the most dedicated ones. To be holy is to separate oneself from evil and dedicate oneself to God. And to study that a little bit further you could turn to Exodus 22:31. This separation reflects God's very character, for he is holy. And again you can continue reading, uh, Leviticus, the 19th chapter, the second verse. So this group of holy people, God's people, separated from evil and dedicated to God, as mentioned in Exodus twenty two thirty one, 31, are the people that Satan is after. <laughs> okay. He is not worried about those who are dancing with him. He got them, lock and barrel. He is after the saints of God. So let's find out what it means to be, uh, where this wearing down comes from. We're going to turn to the book of Daniel, chapter 7, verse 25. Daniel 7, verse 25. And it reads, He will speak against the Most High and oppress His holy people and try to change the set times and the laws. The holy people will be delivered into his hands for a time, times and half a time. Yes, you heard me correctly. Or you heard Daniel. He said he, he's talking about Satan, will speak or wear against the Most High God and oppress his holy people, the saints, and try to change the set times and the laws Now, even though Satan will speak against God, Daniel's prophecy was to inform the people that God is sovereign and only his kingdom will endure. So think about that. If Daniel is reminding us that God's kingdom will endure, it sort of lets us know that there are some smaller kingdoms that are going to come against God or the knowledge of God, right? So I want you to study the book of Daniel, and don't be afraid to study the book of Daniel. There's a lot of prophecy there, and there's a lot of word there in that book that you need, especially for the times in which we are living. So those smaller kingdoms, hence Satan, we've already been informed, will rise up to speak against the knowledge of God and his people. Okay? So now we're going to work backwards a little bit, and we're going to go to the beginning. In the beginning, because what I want you to realize here is, and I know you're probably wondering to yourself, if God is sovereign and he sovereign reigns, which he does, where does this wearing comes from? Who gave Satan permission or authority to creep in and wear down The saints of God in the beginning we know the creation story right God created the heavens and the earth and he blessed creation and in doing so he gave the first man Adam dominion to rule over the earth and the power to produce life so Adam was to maintain it okay he was to maintain his rulership But Adam fell prey to Satan's tactics and he lost his power. He rebelled against the word of God. And that's when sin entered into the world, thus man became separated from God. So now this rulership, Satan kind of delivered it or handed it over to Satan because he fell prey to to his his tactics versus following and obeying the word of God. Okay, so don't get it confused. God is still sovereign. God rules over all, but in the earth realm, we know that, and we see here in the Bible, that because Adam fell pray that rulership has been transferred into the hands of Satan. So, one thing I want to point out is, when we consider this this transaction um, or this engagement that's that Adam had with Satan, there's something <clears throat> excuse me, there's something called the rules of engagement. Satan obtained a temporary release over the kingdom again from the first man Adam. So in order for the saints, God's holy people, to obtain any type of leverage or relief from this, this wearing down that the enemy brings, we must petition God in prayer because only God who sovereign reigns can overrule and override Satan. Thank you, Holy Ghost. Only God who sovereign reigns can overrule and override Satan. And what I also found out about rules of engagement, in some countries, the rules of engagement provide authorization for and or limits on the use of force, so the key word here is authorization. The rules of authorization uh the rules of engagement I'm sorry provides authorization so again, because Adam was engaging <laughs> with with uh with Satan, he provided authorization for Satan to rule in the earth realm, and again as people of God, children of God, saints of God, we must petition God in prayer because there will be, as Daniel mentioned, a trying of speaking against God and oppression of the holy people by the adversary. Okay? So in order to change all of these events, we have to Uh, petition God because Satan has calculated events in the life of the believer. And those calculated events will take place if we as saints do not petition the heavens in prayer. So we're going to go a little bit further because, again, God has given us a word on how we must behave, (laughs) so to speak, when the enemy attacks us. In my favorite scripture, well, one of my favorites is Ephesians chapter 6, verses 10 through 18. Ephesians chapter 6, verse 10 through 18. And I'm going to read that. Ephesians chapter 6, verse 10 through 18. So if you have your Bibles, I want you to follow along. Verse 10. Finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Put on the whole armor of God, that ye may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against the rulers of darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. Excuse me. Wherefore, take unto you the whole armor of God, that ye may be able to withstand in the evil day, and having done all to stand verse 14. Stand therefore having your loins girt about with truth and having on the breastplate of righteousness and your feet shod with the preparation of the gospel of peace. Hey! Glory to God. Above all, taking the shield of faith wherewith ye shall be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked and take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit which is the word of God. There you go. Praying always with all prayer and supplication in the Spirit and watching thereunto with all perseverance and supplication for all saints. So, not only are we to petition God on our behalf when the enemy is coming against us, but we must also with prayer and supplication, perseverance and supplication, pray for all saints. Glory to God. We must pray for all saints. Why? Because the enemy has the rulership on the earth transferred to him by Adam. Adam disobeyed God in the garden. He lost his power. And now the enemy has power in the earth realm, not in the heavens. He has power in the earth realm. And he come, one of the reasons why I feel like he come against us so strong is because he know that lease is limited. His time is limited. Let's look at Luke chapter 4, verse 5 through 6. This is the second temptation when Satan tempted Jesus in the mountain. Remember that? He tempted Jesus. He says to him, I was, he. He showed him all of the kingdoms of the world and he told him, if you worship me, I will give all this power to you that was delivered unto me. So he know how he obtained it. He obtained it in the garden and he know that his time is limited. So even though he may have tricked the first man, Adam, he was not able to get over on the second man Adam and God lets us know that when the enemy comes against us to wear us down turn to Ephesians 6 10 through 18 and we are to pray stand and intercede that is a word from the Lord we are to pray stand and intercede so don't fret don't get weary because that when the enemy comes in like a flood, the spirit of the Lord will lift up a standard. So pray, stand, and intercede and see the, the salvation of the Lord. <laughs> Amen. So, Father God, we just want to thank you. We thank you, Father, for your word. We thank you for the strength and the power of your word. We thank you, Father, for victory over the adversary. We will no longer walk in fear. Instead, we will stand. Just as your word has instructed us, we will stand. We will stand in victory by faith, believing in the power of your word and the blood of the Lamb. We thank you, God, because the word of God is true and it is sharper than a two-edged sword. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Your word is true and it is sharper than a two edged sword. So thank you, Father, for giving us your word to cut through the noise and pestilence of the enemy. Thank you for saving us from oppression, depression and the feeling of fear and doubt. You did not give us the spirit of fear, Lord. Second Timothy tells us that you have given us the spirit of power love, and a sound mind. And it is with a sound and sober mind. We thank you for having your hand over our life, over our affairs, over our children, our homes, our communities, and this nation, Father. And we give glory to your name as we thank you and as we praise you and lift you up. Now, to anyone who might be listening and feeling some kind of way, Lord God, I superimpose the power of God right now in the name of Jesus. I come against strange calculated events that the enemy has launched against your people to keep them feeling fearful and doubtful. I stand against wicked conspiracies and word curses spoken over the people of God. I stand firmly on Psalm ninety-one sixteen. With long life will I satisfy him and show him my salvation. Glory to God. With long life will I satisfy him and show him my salvation says the Lord. So I speak long life and salvation of the Lord over the children of the Lord of the God. Father God, I call it done right now in the powerful name of Jesus Christ, our Lord and our Savior. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. We have a word from the Lord. With long life will I satisfy Him and show Him my salvation. If there's anyone who is listening to this broadcast that has not accepted Christ as their Lord and Savior, I want you to repeat after me. And you may be wondering why I'm asking you to repeat after me. I am doing so because as a minister of the gospel of Jesus Christ, it is my responsibility to offer you and to extend to you the right hand of fellowship. Because it is at the right hand of the Father, you have everything you need. So again, I need you to repeat after me. Father God, I repent of my sins. I believe you died for my sins and you rose on the third day with all power in your hands. I love you, Lord, and I trust you and I invite you into my heart and into my life to be my personal Lord and savior. Again, I extend this fellowship to you because it all started in the garden with fellowship. Adam and Eve had fellowship. They had abundance. They had everything they needed with the Lord in the garden of Eden. Even though they broke fellowship with the Lord, they had it. They had the opportunity. So I extend that opportunity to you to fellowship with the Lord. It is with that type of love, I'd extend to you the grace of God for restoration, salvation, and fellowship. Now you're going to have to do some work. Adam and Eve may have failed in doing the work, but you are going to have to do some work. It is up to you to remain in fellowship with your Father God. I ask you not to be like Adam and Eve and break that fellowship. But contact, reach out to your local church for baptism, discipleship, and an opportunity to enjoy your new life in the Lord. Amen. Again, this is going to take some work, but you can do it because God is with you. And the saints in heaven are with you and they are smiling down on you. Repeating those words is easy. When the spirit of the Lord fall and the anointing fall, it's easy to repeat. I repent of my sins. I believe you died for my sins and you rose on the third day with all power in your hands. I love you, Lord. Come into my heart and i make you my personal Lord and Savior. It's easy to repeat that. But being vulnerable, going into a church, a building, being vulnerable and opening yourself up, it may be hard and it may be scary. But remember, God is with you. You. Amen. So this concludes our session for today. Church talk is real talk. And remember, when you're feeling worn down by the enemy, turn to your word, turn to Ephesians 6. And even if you do not remember those words verbatim, let the Lord know I stand on your word in Ephesians 6 because you told me to stand. Until you can get some of those scriptures in your heart, in your mind, and in your soul. You want to always have a word that you can regurgitate when the enemy comes. Because Daniel told us in the Old Testament that he was coming. So if he spoke against the Lord, you know he's coming to speak and work against us. Because one thing that is true Satan understand his time is limited. Now you need to understand that his time is limited, but you got to get in your word because we are running out of time. Amen. Again, this concludes our session. Church talk is real talk podcast. Share, 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 like, 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 like. And if you would like to be a guest on the show, please send me some messages. You can email me. Um, Reba Pennywell at Gmail dot com. If you would like to be on the show, if you have a topic, if, if there's a a, fr- a catchphrase that you've heard in the church house and you're wondering about it, send it to me and we can do some research and find out more about it. Okay. And put you on a good foot with that word again. I appreciate you guys for logging into the broadcast and until the next time you guys enjoy and have a blessed rest of the day. Bye for now.